You're ready to be premature wow, all over again. <laughs> wow, that's, that's impressive. Quick, quick reset. Yeah. Quick reset. Last night was Ramos Jizz. A Jizz. Who knew the job was pro bono? I was so high that um, I shit myself at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get still here. Somebody, somebody, everybody mute. Goddamn, you can. <laughs> My SEAL Team 6 with the SEAL Team 12. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with punching above your weight. I thought you'd get better. Well, I don't know what's worse. You're a ginger or you've been vaccinated. You sit around and drink and solve the world's problems, right? Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap this present <laughs> so, uh, and let the debate I... begin. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I say it once again. It's a new week, new topic. We're all happy to be here. Got the full horseman in the studio. We're all staring at each uh, other. Long. No, no, we don't. We don't. Legal says no. Fuck no him, man. Because I think we can take to him. Use the four we can take him. I'm sorry, Arn Anderson. I know you've <laughs> trademarked it, but we can take you. You're old. You're over the hill. I'm not really that concerned. I'm pretty but, sure even over, old and over the hill. He okay, fine, him. fine. I will back up. If he got his four horsemen together and our four horsemen, didn't the Bible claim it first? Right first, <laughs> but but God <laughs> did not trademark it. That was you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's true. You're right. So let me start over. I apologize. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. New week, new topic. The Quattro Horsemen are happy to be here. We're all excited. We're in the studio looking at each other longingly. Uh, it's been a week off. We're time. We're, you know, we're here. We're ready to get back at it. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Uh, Quattro Horsemen. Uh, what's Horsemen in Spanish? Fuck. <laughs> Doesn't matter. El, el Horseman. El Horseman. <laughs> uh, how's everybody doing today? F-U-C-K-E-D-A-G-A-I-N. Fucked again. Fucked again. <laughs> No, feel, feeling. Thank you. Feeling froggy. Yeah, froggy. How are you? You're looking yeah, at he, He's going to jump, I think. That's mm -hmm. it. Well, I'm happy you all are here. Hopefully, you're happy to be here. Uh, let's go ahead and waste no time. Let's go ahead and jump into our drinks. Uh, Mac, brother, uh, since you were first in today, what exactly are you drinking for this episode? Um, I made a banana daiquiri. Banana daiquiri. Banana daiquiri. So I had the, uh, the Bananas Foster Rum from Hilton Head Distillery. I think we've um, heard of this before. Yeah, I think, well, you and I had had uh, made something with it when you were in town and um, yes. looking at all the uh, the liquor on the cabinet, trying to figure out, you know, how I'm going to go through some of this stuff and start, you know, getting rid of some bottles. Before so that you can replace it, stuff. right? So uh, yeah, exactly. one out, one in. Exactly. Okay. Um, so, you know, looked up a recipe for that really quick and it's pretty simple. It's, uh, you know, the, the banana daiquiri or the bananas foster rum. Uh, lime juice, ice, sugar. They called for triple sec. I did not have any triple sec when I decided to make the recipe. And of course, since I decided to make it on a Sunday, you know, I was Getting it. And couldn't get triple sec. <laughs> um, wah, wah. So this is a bastard wah. version of the, the drink. Yes. Not that okay. I think the triple sec would have made that much of a difference um, to, to the flavor of it, but you know, uh, it's, it's pretty good. It, I, I think I used a little too much lime maybe um, because it's a little overpowering and kind of washes out the banana flavor, but um, it's not bad. Uh, smarter people than you created the recipe. So for you to shit on them and assume the triple sec isn't an integral component, I think that's a little uh, short-sighted on your like part. You, but Mac, I like your style. I like Dude, your style. <clears throat> Did somebody ask you? Did I ask you? I can make it however I want to make it. Yes, sir. You can. You because can. Technically it's a, it's a banana daiquiri for... with caveats. 
I get it. Yes, <laughs> with caveats. Yes. <laughs> well, the, uh, caveats. <laughs> the, the recipe calls for light rum and fresh banana. Um, neither you of which I had. Rum I had rum and no banana. I, all right, I Matt, had, look, uh, look, look. Foster's if you're just already. going off the fucking rails, then now you're starting to lose. Right. Uh, <laughs> <see this shit. laughs> Other than nothing being the same, it's pretty much the same drink. It's, it's a banana daiquiri <laughs> as I see it. That's right. Look, it's not the dirty Shirley, and you know, so we can. Just, uh, we I had can like look four of those it. yesterday. That's the. Uh, they may be spot on. That may be the summertime okay. drink. <laughs> the dirty Shirley. Okay. Uh, all right, Grinch. Um, since you like his style, what are you drinking today, brother? I, do. Um, I don't, I mean, I, I don't have a name for this. Uh, Mrs. Grinch was joking me, joking with me, uh, what I was going to call it, but products I've never had before. This is an Italian drink. Um, Baladin, Baladin, I guess it's called. Hold that up. Meld Zen. Yeah. Uh, honestly, you know, you kind of have to look at the ingredients to sort of see what you're getting into, but it's got water, cane sugar, lemon juice, natural extracts, and natural infusions, sweet and bitter orange peel, spice, ginger, apple, carbon dioxide, and caramelized sugar. So, um, so I just, I, I picked that up a couple of weeks ago and had been pondering if I was going to try to do a gin or something with it, but then I got the blood orange effing, uh, uh, this is vodka vodka okay so i just put the two of those together and uh yeah i mean it's good i mean you could drink this by itself i was gonna say that bottle's already like what three quarters gone so you know. well it's because uh you made a quadruple <laughs> i only did an ounce and a half with this so it's you know it's three quarters or whatever okay. the mineral water but yeah what? it's good so the blood orange sounds good that probably got some good flavor to it i would imagine yeah so what catches your eye about that first thing? Like when you're walking through the store, what, what, what is it about um, it that you're like, what is well, that? Let me try it. Because we're in an ABC state, the, one of the frustrating things is you can never see the two together, which is why for Mac and I, it's really frustrating sometimes when we're trying to, in one swoop, get everything we need. So the place I was in is beer and wine, and then they have a whole section on odd and end mixers. And this was new. So, um, so I just picked it up and then I, like I said, been kind of waiting to see, you know, what I was going to put in with it, but yeah, uh, I've never had the effing, uh, vodka before. I'm not a big vodka drinker as everybody knows, but I do like blood orange. So yeah, it's good. There you go. I recommend it. Okay. So what are we naming it? Cause I'm assuming you made this up, right? That's the implication. The two and green. The the what? The two and green. You're angry? Too angry. I got that. You're angry. Why do you keep saying you're angry? I got it. It's two All ingredients. Right. Fair enough. Okay. I want to call it the bloody Grinch. You can, <laughs> as we've learned with Mac, you can interpret it many ways. The two ingredients. We're, we're just making <laughs> shit up here. So why are you questioning him? That's right. That's right. Grinch's recipe called for bananas and rum, and he didn't use either. <laughs> I told That's you, fine. I'm flying by the yeah. by the. He front used of a my tomato pants. By, by the seat of Max Pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna leave you to the last. Front of my pants are not going not. to the seat of Max Pants. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Give it time. Friday Have enough of those. Otherwise. You never know. Yes. Enough of those. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I, I found my drink in my handy dandy bar book again. Uh, I wanted to do so. I knew I wanted to do something with bourbon, so I was combing through the bourbon section. Uh, 
whiskey section. And uh, I came across this little gem called the Blizzard. Um, and it's generally, you know, the way Mac shows love to me, it's ice cold. So I thought as an homage to that, I would go with the Blizzard. It is three ounces of your bourbon of choice. I used Eagle Rare because, you know, I'm bougie like that. And it's my daily drinker. And you just like to show off for the rest of us. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, at least I didn't use like E.H. Taylor or some shit. I mean. I did dial it back a bit and went with Eagle Rare. I'd be I'd be totes jelly either way. <laughs> um, it is one ounce of, you know, I love my clean kidneys, so cranberry juice, because that's how I roll. Uh, a half ounce of fresh lemon juice, one ounce of simple syrup, and then your lime. It says throw in a lime wheel for good measure. Uh, I doubled the recipe, and so that's what I'm drinking. It's almost like a blood orange looking. You're continuing your hemoglobin. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I think it needs a little more Eagle Rare. Hmm. I probably should have. Sorry, Haas. I probably should have added more bourbon as an homage to you. Uh, but it's not bad. It's actually no pretty homage good. to me. Just that's just a good way to live. Common life. sense. I mean, yeah. that's just why it's would just you do anything making. less than? Yeah, I mean, right. I've already got choice. two people in this call making poor decisions when it comes to their drinks, not following the recipes, adding caveats. I had no recipe to work with. <laughs> I made the recipe. <laughs> I didn't deviate. You're right. You're right. You didn't deviate from your own recipe. That's impossible. You're absolutely right. I apologize. No, I'm sorry. I said (laughs) it's, it's your recipe with caveats. I got it. All right. That's what I'm having. The blizzard. Us. Let's finish with you, brother. What are you drinking? What Negroni based drink are you? That's right. right. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. The diplomat. (laughs) Diplomatica. Yeah. Is is it a gin based drink? It is a gin based drink. Okay. Well, we're, we're partway there. Martini. Mm -hmm. No, you're drinking a Martini. No. Slow gin drink and drink, just straight nope. gin. I only straight care gin. if it came from the app. I only care if it came from the app. That's really all that matters. Yes, in fact, it did come from the cock and flow app. The cock and balls app. That's right. Make it a comeback. <clears throat> the cock so far, it hasn't been a app. good one. The last drink was not a winner. <laughs> this right. one's a redo. That okay, I did I think a long time ago. This is the gin gin highball. Yes, you have done. So that. it's uh, yeah. Ah, so yes. just yeah. Part the, of our intro, licking gin balls. That's right. <laughs> yeah, only this time, instead of using ginger ale, I used Sprite. Instead of using gin, I used tequila. And instead of agnostic bitters, I just used a little bit of lime. Gin, gin, highball with caveats. God I get damn it. right. There Good was for you, Hoss. There was, that was a train wreck of things that just followed. <laughs> and then as you were trucking along, there, I heard the I bitters. I threw in a couple of peanut M&Ms in the bottom. In my brain. And, and, my, and, and it's my all brain, good now. Yeah, I don't know if it's possible for a brain by itself to wince, but mine did. <laughs> <laughs> there was no outward reaction, but internally. Mm-hmm. So, um, what are you drinking? <laughs> yeah. It's gin, ginger ale, agnostic bitters. With a little tequila and some peanut no, M&Ms. Okay. No, no, no. No. Not today. And a, and Not a Jolly today. Rancher. Not and today. A Jolly today. Rancher. There you go. Say those for Mazimas. <laughs> yes, if you can find them. Well, gentlemen, as always, I say cheers to you to another great episode. Prost. Cheers. Skull. And let's jump into it. All right. So this week's topic probably should be no surprise if you've been paying attention to news recently. Maybe it is. Either way, we don't care. We're still going to talk about it. Uh, so as of late, obviously, and how I don't know, gentlemen, you'll have to help me out because I have not tracked this thing the whole time. I don't know how long this has actually been in the news, but the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, how long has that been going on? Well, the Too trial long. was six weeks. Six weeks. 
which is ridiculously unheard of. Okay. Uh, so I think the whole saga years back years. to eight, like 2018 when the op-ed was written and okay. it got published in the Washington Post that said, where Heard said, you know, whatever, she was a victim. Of their relationship. Yeah. Okay. And she, I, if I recall, she didn't call him out by name, but it was very obvious. And then, How many relationships you win, woman? You know, they had the first case in England where it was not ruled favorably as I understand it in terms of the defamation case. And then mm -hmm. it came over to the States in Virginia where they, you know, just, just rendered a decision verdict on that jury. Right. And, and so that is our topic, but that is not our topic. Let me clarify real quick. That is going to be part of our topic because uh, I think we wanted to kind of expand on that, the idea of this trial in the public view, but yes, uh, because that verdict was rendered, we thought this would be a good time to not only discuss that trial, but the larger scope of the conversation, which is why in the fuck as a society are we so enamored with celebrities, celebrity train wrecks, you know, celebrity lives? What is it from the psychology perspective that, that we just attach ourselves to these things and we can't help but not watch and not read these articles and, and follow it ad nauseum? Um, and this just happens to be the one that's at the forefront, the Depp Heard trial that just settled. And Grinch, as you mentioned, you know, started in 2018. They divorced in 2017. This started in 2018. There was a trial in England, which I think is interesting when you read about that. No cameras were allowed in that courtroom. And Depp asked for cameras to be allowed in that courtroom, and they would not. And so a lot of the speculation was when things didn't go his way, it was because people didn't get to see what a train wreck the situation was. So he lobbied when it came to America and they, they had this trial that it be televised publicly. And we see how that has fallen out because people got to tune in and watch the train wreck and that whether or not that by and large aided in the decision that got made, you know, it was not behind closed doors. So we got to watch it. Um, I didn't track it maybe as closely as some people. Haas, I know you've talked about it, that it's massively entertaining for you over the six weeks and the shit that has come out of this trial. But I think what, what I wanted to focus on was not just this trial, but why we are so enamored with this, this kind of shit and celebrities in general. And it's not a new phenomenon. It's been going on for years, but why we get so enamored and why we attach ourselves to these. So that's the topic really at large, but we can definitely talk about this one or other topics related to it, other celebrities and things that, you know, have gone on throughout history. So that's what we're discussing this week. So, Yes. I have one question I'd like to ask if anybody knows. What, what was the tie to Virginia? Why, why was the trial actually held there? I mean, obviously, neither of them, I assume, have any ties to Virginia. I mean, is that just a look at the draw to where they filed the, the petition for it or whatever in, in yeah. district court? That I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Huh? I'm looking it up. Okay. I should know, but I don't. And it's just one of those things, again, I I was not there at the outset. I actually didn't start tracking this until you guys mentioned this weeks ago that this was going on. And then it's like everywhere, every time I would jump on YouTube, there was always, hey, watch the live footage of that herd trial. And, you know, you'd get mm -hmm. the snippets or you'd see stuff on Instagram and it's like. Well, it, and I'll say, you know, to address the specific interest in this case, um, I, I was interested in what would happen because of how he lost the role in Fantastic Beasts as Grindelwald. Pirates of the Caribbean got lost 
And I mean, I enjoy Johnny Depp. Like I don't follow every single thing he does just because he's in it. Doesn't mean I'm going to watch it, but it was interesting from the perspective of in this cancel culture era, you kind of had this vindictiveness going on between the two of them. And let's, I mean, let's just acknowledge the big elephant in the room that we've already said, which is you had two people willing to burn the, burn each other down, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, but, but aside from that, I just was curious to see, because I, I, what little I read, you know, UK law or England, whatever was applicable in this case was much more lenient uh, in terms of whether it's libel or slander or, or things of that ilk defamation. Um, and so when the case moved to the United States, I knew our laws were different. I just didn't know what the outcome would be. And then it just so happens I was initially following some headlines but then you watch some of these clips of the exchanges with the lawyers and the questions, and it was just a circus. Right. It was just an absolute circus. And that's what I found entertaining was the, the YouTube cuts of all the exchanges, you know, with Johnny Depp trying to answer the same question nine times. And he just kept hearing objection over and over. And then he just sits there, you know, going, but that was, that well, was what am the, I supposed to say right now? <laughs> you know? One of the main things that drew me in was because of having, having been in litigation for 20 years and, and, and actually sat in and worked on a couple of trials. It was fascinating to me to see how it all played out logistically. Um, <clears throat> and the robot to your question, Mac, it was a uh, strategic uh, move by his by Depp's lawyers because uh, Virginia has uh, the quirkiest and weakest anti-slap law, which is meant to protect free speech. The whole point is to discourage rich and powerful plaintiffs from abusing the court system to silence their critics. So uh, yeah, that's why they chose Virginia because it was a it was a it was a strategic venue for them, which makes sense, right? I guess for me and Mac, you and I talked about this. I know Haas, you have said like, it's, it's wildly entertaining. Like the shit Grinch, what you just pointed out, the video clips that you're seeing and the stuff that's going on inside the courtroom. But for me, I'm going with everything else going on in the world. Is this really what should be holding our attention? And I think that's the position I take is why is it holding our well, attention? No, well, it's, it's, it's definitely only... a lot more fun to watch than the dead people in the Ukraine or, Wait, you know, what's going on in the Ukraine? Russia, Russia and all their mm. douchebaggeriness that they've always been. I mean, I mean, it's just, it's entertainment, right? We like to be entertained and it's, it's, you know, dance and sing for your supper actors and actresses. I mean, this is no different. I mean, that's what they do for a living. We're just getting to see behind the curtains. And I think everyone likes a little peek behind the well, curtains, right? And, and I think you that that's it right there is we like to see people that we think are, you know, kind of the, these celebrities and, and, you know, higher ups, they're, they're just, you know, fucking humans like us. And to some extent worse than us, you know, when, when you start looking, peeling back the layers of the onion and looking at their lives, I mean, let, let's be honest, you know, I don't think anybody really won that trial. I mean, you, you found out that they were both pretty fucked up. They are. Um, <laughs> and, 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 you know, a really bad relationship. But that the uh, relationship ended five fucking years ago. Yeah. Why are you doing this now? I mean, yeah. uh, again, but, look, I've what, been what was through the a goal? divorce. I can't imagine five years after my divorce, if her and I were hashing shit out, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. Why are we still doing this? Like, right, to me, that's it, what boggles the mind. 
but of course the wider topic that, you know, that was the entry into our wider topic. So we sometimes find ourselves having a vignette to set the stage for the bigger topic, which is what is the obsession with celebrities? I mean, I, I, I don't have the numbers. I suppose I could find it here in a bit, but the wide number of tabloids, the fact that a paparazzi exists, you know, this obsession with following the lives of individuals um, to an unhealthy level um, and just why that's even a, a thing. And, and I don't know if you're going to touch on it. The fact that they're, well, I guess I'm going to tee it up. The fact that there's a term called celebrity worship syndrome that is in the psych, you know, is in the psych, the, the psychology lexicon now. Right. And one of the things I found interesting, according to live sciences, when they're talking about the, what do they call this? Uh, being fascinated. It's the red car. Wait, I lost it. Something about the red carpet. I'll try to find it again. One of the things they said is the two reasons that we do follow celebrities. One is that learning what high status individuals do is a way for us to try to emulate it and thus become one. And secondly, knowing what is going on in high status individuals tends to help us better navigate the social scene. But I don't know how I would apply what is going on in Depp and Heard's life to a social scene that I would be involved in. Any of you? Yes. Well, you're I, just not hanging out with the right crowd. Clearly. But yeah. and again, Mac, we've talked about this. Influencers on Instagram. Like, uh, what did you mention? Oh, keep no, keep we it up talking, with the we Kardashians. Talking, like, to watch something like that, like the people that are watching, you're not in the same circles that they're in. You're right. not living well, and, the same and, lifestyle and like, they're living. We, we, we made the comparison to, you know, the Zoa energy drink, right? Right. You know, I've, I've bought that. Right. And, and, and I've tried it now. I mean, look, it's good. I'm seeing no a little of the rock. You're bulking up. I like right. it. Right. I mean, you know, I'm not cut. Any I more can than cut I was, you if you want any, me to. any more than I was when I started drinking it. Let's put it that way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when you start talking about influencers, it's like, what, what's the reasoning behind that? I mean, I know it's marketing, right? And it, it's just a new form of commercials. But yeah, you're, you're not going to just because you drink, you know, aviation gin going to go hang out with you know ryan reynolds damn it yeah. i keep drinking it i guess because well, uh, it's good but yeah guess i'll stop there's a there's an article in psychology today published in 2013 but it's it says um the term celebrity worship was coined by lynn mccutcheon and her research colleagues in the early 2000s um however it was commonly believed that the first use of the term Celebrity worship syndrome was in the Daily Mail article by the journalist James Chapman, who was reporting on a study published by John Maltby and his colleagues in the Journal of Nervous and Mental Disease entitled A Clinical Interpretation of Attitudes and Behaviors Associated with Celebrity Worship. Um, and it's interesting um, because as they kind of got into, you know, they've done evolutions of this work and continue to progress it. Um, Maltby and his team identified three independent dimensions of celebrity worship. These were on a continuum and named one entertainment, social two intense, personal and three borderline pathological. Um, there's some, I, I'm obvious. I don't want to regurgitate, regurgitate this whole uh, article here, but it says Maltby and his colleagues have now published numerous papers on celebrity worship and found that there is a correlation between the pathological aspects of CWS and poor mental health in UK participants, i.e. high anxiety, more depression, high stress levels, increased illness, and poorer body, poor, poorer body image. 
Uh, and, and part of that's probably because you're, you're watching these people and your, your end goal typically is probably to emulate them. And that, that typically isn't going to happen. So, do you, do you think it's possible that maybe some people watch this because they want to feel better about themselves? I, I think there are it's times the train people, wreck, right? Yeah. Right. People watch this stuff because they're like, oh, well, if these rich, famous people are so miserable, then I, I'm happy. Yeah, they're, they're no, no look. They're no better than me, and they have all this money. Right. So right. I, you know, right. But at the end of the day, they're they're miserable and rich. I'm miserable and poor. The only defining factor is the money. Yeah, but because maybe the it's the, uh, I'd be okay money. Money. Money does it. <laughs> maybe it's a thing where it's like I don't need to be rich because being rich makes you miserable. Well, and and I, I mean, don't think money had anything to do with it though. With these it, two knuckleheads, but it traces. No, I think they both had a lot of mental health issues. I mean, it traces back before social media, because I think we can all remember a show called Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, where they showed off their wonderful houses, their big boats, their car collections, right. etc. Then there was and MTV then Cribs. Cribs, yep. you MTV know, and it's Pit My Ride. And, yep. and, and now there's 30 variations of that that are right. all designed to show you all the cool shit that they have. And then, of course, you've got to go get that. Combined with that, all your talk shows feature celebrities you know because it's entertainment so that's who their guests are by and large you know i mean yeah okay every now and then like a steve Irwin would come on with some animals and that kind of thing but you sat and chatted with a celebrity and and then you'd think i'm not entirely sure why do i give a shit about what this person right. has to think, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> just... well, I get that they are trying to portray I'm just an average Joe or Jane, right? I mean, they get up there and they, they do these conversations. They ask them these kind of mundane questions almost to let, you know, let the viewer like, hey, they're just like you. But at the end of the day, they're not just like me, you know? And, and by watching them and going, oh, if I, if I tune in and I watch this in some way that connects me to them all, on a much closer level, making me more like them. That's just a ridiculous approach to the situation because you're never going to be like them. Mac. It's like you said about the Zoa, you drinking, it doesn't make you any more like Dwayne, the rock Johnson than not drinking it. But the belief is if I buy this product and I drink it somehow, I, I am I, like I don't, him. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say that's the belief for everybody, right? No, but, it's not. No, that, that's the belief. And that, that's certainly the kind of the underlying target of their marketing scheme, right? Is, you know, look, you know, if you drink this and you work out, you're going to look like the rock. Right. But the rock is that is way because fine. he works out 47 hours a day, exactly. 19 days a week. <laughs> yeah. You know, right. And I'm not well, saying he doesn't drink it. He probably drinks his own energy drink. I'm just saying that is not how it, he got there. And, you know, and there are layers to it in the sense of it could be what particular brand of clothing or whatever this person's drinking all the way up to, like you said, Mac emulating, Right. You know, to an unhealthy level of you're getting all your social cues from this person of what's cool, how they speak, what words do they use? You know, that's where they're getting deeper and deeper down, you know, down that level tunnel, three you were talking right? about they're, they're, where, where it becomes obsession. <laughs> Alice is Alice is now in Wonderland because they they've they've almost gotten to an unhealthy place of just following everything and obsession and it can get dangerous. I mean, there've been instances of that. Well, we've seen stalkers, right? Yeah. 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 So and let me, let me ask this question. So we, we all are fairly big into sports and, you know, I'm sure at all, you know, at some point we've all had, you know, a Jersey or a t-shirt with a player's name on it. 
would, would we would we equate that to being something similar, right? Where, you know, you're following that team, you're following that player. I mean, I, I, I get, you know, and again, that, that's just my question is, would that be something similar to this or is that something completely different? I, I would say it's different. And I guess that's maybe an unfair assessment because I go, oh, well, that's what I'm into. So it can't be the same thing. <laughs> right, right. Because you're better than that. <laughs> and I don't, yeah, I don't think that's it. I can't remember. And it was an episode way back at the beginning. Maybe it was our video game episode or something like that. I, I don't remember, but we were talking about, I made a comment and it may have been off air. I made a comment about people watching gamers online. And it's like, mm -hmm. why not just go out and play as opposed to watching somebody play it? Why the fuck do you waste your time? Just go buy the game and play well, it yourself, right? And, and right, unless, you're, unless you're trying to get, you know, kind of, you know, cues or, you know, oh, here's how to go get this Easter egg or, right. you know, here's how to, here's how to do this special trick, right? If you're, if you're watching for that reason, that's fine. But if you're watching them just, you know, play the game just to play the game, well, then, yeah, I, I kind of think, yeah, go, go play it yourself. What's the point? Yeah, I, I think the comparison is is uh, plenty of people sit around and, and watch sports all the time. Why not just go out and play? Why sit and watch it? Because these people are better at it than you. Yeah, you frankly. can't go play in the NFL. It's amazing <laughs> to watch these people play. Same with video games. Some of these people are on the, I mean. But Thor, you had a second part to that thought. You were he just made it for me. So I'm pretty sure when I made this comment the first time, it was probably Haas because he just did it again because I think he's the one that said it's the same thing with sports. And again, I only bring this back to what you said, Mac, because you're asking the four of us because we like sports. It's easy to then say that because we all watch sports going, well, why don't we go play it? Well, right? if I remember. Well, right, and that's fine. It, right. Right. So so watching sports is one thing. Sorry, Grinch. I mean, let me just bring this back real quick. Yeah, yeah. So so watching sports is one thing. Right. But then when, you know, OK, you know, you, look, you know, I didn't go to the University of Florida. You know, I grew up in Florida, but I probably have a somewhat unhealthy obsession with, you know, the, the team and the players and, and I enjoy watching it, but I'm never going to get a degree from there. I'm never going to play there. I'm never going to know anybody that played there. So is it, is that, I, I guess my question is how is that really any different than, you know, watching all these celebrities, you know, or, or these, these reality shows, you know, the keeping up with the Kardashians or duck dynasty or whatever, you know, is, is it any different really? Well, I did, well, all I was going to say is, if I remember right, it was Haas who brought up a cartoon he saw where the father says to the kid, how can you sit and play this game for however many hours? And I guess the kid retorts, how can you sit and watch the sport? sports? That's yeah. exactly. Thank you. That's what it was. And it was it was almost trying to uh, attach that to us going, well, you sit and watch sports, go out and play. And I realize I don't have. I don't have the wherewithal from a physicality standpoint. I, I, I probably didn't at 20 either. I was going to say, I remember playing football uh, in our neighbor's yard several years ago. ago. And you, and you I, couldn't I, move the next day. And I couldn't either. No, I but I, put, I left everything on the fucking field that day. I was not getting <laughs> yes. beat by a bunch you, of 11-year-olds. You showed those 11-year-olds. <laughs> blood, well, um, just sweat, hey, tears, hey, a couple How of the feet. scouts yes. overlooked us, I'll never know. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but... You know, it's funny because um, uh, we were out earlier and I said something to the effect of like, uh, it annoys the shit out of me to think of the term influencer. And uh, younger baby Grinch says, no, she's not a baby, but whatever. Younger Grinch says. She's your baby. Well, 
you watch Dr. Disrespect and Tim the Tatman. Yeah. Are they influencers? And I, I, I said, maybe, I guess, you know, I, I, well, I can't dispute that. Um, I would submit that I watch them for entertainment, like a movie or a show. And when it's off, it's off. But I guess I can't be entirely hypocritical in that regard, because if an article comes up related to those individuals in their sphere, I tend to click on it because I'm curious what they're up to, you know? So, yeah, I guess. Well, and in some I think respects, I can't say I'm any different. I think the important thing to note, right, is, is influencers. It's not a new thing, right? It's just it, they, they've slapped a fancy name on something they've regurgitated. It's, it's tiny houses, right? We had tiny houses growing up. They were fucking mobile homes. Right. And, 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 you know, you didn't really want to live in one, but we slapped a fancy name on it, called it a tiny home. And now everybody wants to buy. one. Now it's fucking chic. Um, and everybody's like, I need, right. One. You know, influencers, you know, George Foreman was influencing long before it was a thing. Suzanne Summers and her thigh master, you know, they were influencers, you know, way back when. Yeah. So it's not anything new. Yeah, but, just, but here's the thing. Influencers put a that's... name on it. Well, it's a, I think it's a little different because influencers aren't necessarily famous or popular for doing anything else other than influencing. Okay. I, uh, you know, and because I need to use the term Venn diagram because it's been too long. It has been. I was thinking well, about damn, damn diagram. the Venn diagram of these different topics. And there is a lot of overlap. Um, probably over particularly the entertainment aspect of it because they are entertainers by and large, whether it's pop music, film, you know, models, something along those lines. Um, but I do think, I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought on this. Well, <laughs> I was so honed in on the Venn diagram that I lost <laughs> track of it. Um, but I do think there are some differences in that you click it off and you click it on. I, I, As opposed I think to living in I, it constantly. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a line there and that wasn't the key point I wanted to make, but I'm lost in my own mental woods right now. So I'll well, I think, out. I think one thing too, though, and, and just to kind of maybe give you a chance to, to bring that thought back here in just a minute. Um, there, there are some people, you know, you had, you know, you talked about it, right. Is these people were famous. And so now they're, you know, trying to sell things, you know, online and, and that's what they're famous for. But yeah, you have a whole world of people you know, and, and you look at, and I'm going I'm to bring this back up here because I know Grinch and, you know, Haas have, have definitely gone back and watched every episode now. Um, you know, we talk about Love Island, right? These people go on that reality show as nobody and come out, you know, with all these followers and, and kind of to some extent become influencers on like Instagram and stuff. Um, so, you yeah. know, that, that that's kind of their, their goal is, look, I'm going to go on this show. I'm going to, you know, going to hang out, you know, lay around in the sun. But my goal to come out of it is to be an influencer and now make, that's where I'm going to really make my money. Right. Oh, they're building their brand. Right. Right. Doing, yeah. You know, cause before, before social media, like the first seasons of survivor, you know, we knew that freaking former Navy seal or whatever his, it was the like he was a household name, right. you know, I couldn't tell you shit about the guy, but one of the things I was thinking about when you're talking about sports was the whole marketing strategy of Nike was be like Mike. Right. You know, by virtue of these shoes, these shorts, this shirt, which you need to buy, you will be like Mike. Oh, I was dunking <laughs> on fools once I got my Air Jordans. Right. As long as we lowered the rim to like and added know, a trampoline. Uh, <laughs> no. oh, no. No. Um, I think you're right. 
in terms of the the sports aspect, Grinch. I, I think when it comes to influencing, though, it is. I think for me, it's living in it every day, and it is people that just don't disconnect. They follow these people twenty four seven constantly. Where I, I may stumble across something on Instagram, I watch it and then I move on. Right. I don't really, even when it comes to disrespect or tap man, I don't track them in the same way. I, I don't even know that I'm, I may be following them on Instagram. I don't know. Like I'll just check in on social media or on uh, YouTube and I'm like, oh, they've got a new video out or whatever. And let's see what it is. I can, you know, honestly, I haven't followed disrespect for the last few weeks because he's been playing, he's been ranking up in Apex. And I'm just like, eh, honestly, because from the entertainment standpoint, I liked watching Call of Duty when he would get just, angry as fuck and he throws shit like that's what was fun for me you know when he's literally doing you know when okay, he's so see when he's doing there. well and stuff like that it's like okay well that's not as entertaining you enjoyed right? the train wreck you I enjoyed uh, but but again it's one of those things where if i'm weighing it against everything else that's going on and maybe this goes back to episode four or five our social media episode i'm able to dis disconnect from the situation and go okay that's i'm not going to focus on that right and that's again why i pulled off facebook and why i'm not plugged into social media the way some people are yeah and it's and just then, and then i get that in, it's a train wreck and i need to be able to not it's like that doesn't need my attention well in tying in um you know our discussion of big data you know as it relates to social media by and large the reason i get it is because the algorithm has learned i have an interest in that i i may not read four in a row and then one will catch my eye and I'll read it. And then half the time, I don't even read the whole thing. I just get the gist of what's going on. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Or who gives a fuck, you know? <laughs> Although it does it does bring a concern into the scenario that uh, the week before last, when picking drinks, both you and Mac in the algorithm had the dirty Shirley. What the mm -hmm. fuck are you looking up? Did that showing up in your feed? So. Oh, it's on uh, my porn. Oh, I is that just? About, I think, okay. yeah. yeah, I think we talked about what philia we were necrophilia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I meant to type dirty Sanchez and it got dirty Shirley. I don't know what happened. Interesting. There. Okay. It was a fat finger. Dirty a happy accident, right? Yes. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, mine's pretty pretty easy to figure out. I Google drink recipes. I don't have a a book that I go. use a lot, you know. So. Google's like, well, you don't click on the other shit we send you. So, so we'll send you drink stuff and you'll <laughs> right. definitely click on that. Because there's a lot of stuff I go, Google, you're pretty good, but occasionally you just miss the mark because <laughs> this is of zero interest to me. That's yeah. why Haas is always sending out the butt plug links he wants us to click on. So it shows up in our <clears throat> algorithm. <laughs> you figured me out, man. Damn doing it. data manipulation. Fingered you out, brother. I mean, but regardless whether it's sport, sports, music, model etc the the term that applies is celebrity right right well great you're a somehow, huge music go ahead sorry oh uh, they're just somehow elevated out of the masses to be recognizable at whatever level in a at, you know local national international yeah grinch but you send out music all the time i don't think you're you're looking at them going god i want to be just like them right i don't think that's no. what you're doing no, but there are literally, as you mentioned, what is it? Celebrity worship. There are people that are, that's exactly how they live their lives. That's what they are doing. And they're like, if I'm plugged into this, then I am much closer to them and I can be like them. And it's just like, and this thing says celebrity worship at its heart seems to fill something in a person's life. Uh, it gives them a sense of identity and a sense of self. It feeds a psychological need. What does that fucking need? 
Well, it's uh, maybe this is this nests well with that. Um, the Maltby, the same person who was leading the team, researching this, uh, summarized his team's research in an interview with BBC. He said, data from 3,000 people showed only around 1% demonstrate obsessional tendencies. Around 10% who tend to be neurotic, tense, emotional, and moody displayed intense interest in celebrities. Around 14% said they would make a special effort to read about their favorite celebrity and to socialize with people who shared their interests. The other 75% of the population do not take any interest in celebrities' lives. Generally, the vast majority of people will identify a favorite celebrity, but don't say they read about them or think about them all the time. Like most things, it's fine as long as it doesn't take over your life. So it's still a minority in the broad population. It's just of that minority, some of them go way off the deep. (laughs) They're obsessed. Yeah, and our intent is not to make massive sweeping generalizations about this particular topic, but we do know that people get not only invested, but invested to a an unhealthy level. And, and again, I guess the argument I was making was, why is this taking the forefront of what's going on? Because recently, again, we've talked about abortion. We, we did the Ukraine thing. We've talked about mass the, shootings. All these school shooting. Yeah. I mean, why what, is this trumping all of that? What, what was it about? Because the other stuff is sad and tragic, and people don't want to be sad and tragic or sad yeah. and miserable. But you know, this with all is the sad, sad and tragic in its way, in its sure. own way. For I, them. I agree, but I, yeah, of course. But we not for you, that, right? But we for believe you, it's that. entertainment. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I enjoyed it from an entertainment standpoint, from a different perspective, though, right? Because I was looking at it from a from a different lens in a lot of ways. Right, right. You weren't looking at it from the the Depp Heard lens. You were looking at it more from the how in the hell is somebody trying to try try a trial like this, right? You know, yep. because you have those insights that, that you know most people don't. And you're like, well, in, well, in defamation cases, why would they do that? Defamation cases are notoriously hard to bring. It's usually only celebrities that pull them off. People that are in the limelight pull them off because you have to show damages. You have to show harm. Um, and, you know, so I don't know. I kind of feel like in a lot of ways, this was lightning in a bottle. Uh, and so I watched it from a, a, a curiosity standpoint of the fact we may never see something like this again, or well, this may have sparked and opened up the, you know, the opened up the dam and we're going to get flooded with a whole lot more of these things, which I think would be asinine, but I don't know. It, it's just, there, there's so many interesting things about this situation culturally, psychologically, legally. I mean, it was, I couldn't stop watching and paying attention to it, quite frankly. Well, I think one thing that I want to so you say we may never see this again. And, you know, this kind of ties back to at least the first kind of case similar to this, completely different, obviously, um, trial. But, you know, the O.J. Simpson trial, right? That, that would be the first. I, I'm, obviously, there were probably some before that. Um, but with the advent of CNN, 24-hour news, that, that was the first big, you know, televised trial that I can recall. And I, I yeah, I don't think, you know, this is going to be the last one by any stretch of the imagination. And there's been some in between it probably. Maybe that that's, maybe that's just of. my hopes, but mm-hmm. I, but I have a feeling that the second part I said was probably more likely to happen where this probably opened up the dam and we're going to yeah. see a lot more of these things floating out. You know, it's interesting because we have this thing where <clears throat> we had the Me Too movement and that's what Amber Heard was trying to, I don't want to say capitalize on. That's what she was harness. 
Yeah, harness. Thank you. That's what she was trying to harness and get into. And and, and it, it came back and I don't know. I mean, I'm very conflicted on the whole equilibrium of the situation on this particular trial and and how things fared it out. Because as I understand it to be true, there are some things that were allowed in the UK trial that were not allowed in this one, as far as photos and video and audio and all sorts of things. But then I also saw where there were some metadata issues with some of the photos that she presented in the court to the court here in the U S that had no one saying they were doctored. But if you look at the metadata, the format in which, right. I mean, seriously questions the legitimacy, which, you know, you only need one little thread like that to pull at someone's character. And then everything in the whole house of cards comes tumbling down. So so you're, you're saying that that wasn't an actual turd in the bed. That, that was something yeah. else. Yeah, that that that, that according photo. to the metadata. Yeah, amber turd. But I think amber that's turd. pulling a turd. Well, right, and that's it, right? I think that's the big thing that comes out of these as well for for folks like us. We watch it for the kind of the train wreck and the the memes. You know, I mean, every morning we got a new one from from Grinch. You know, of of amber. You know, you know this shitting in the bed or a mega pint or. You know, you go back to <laughs> Charlie Sheen when he had his meltdown in the public eye of tiger blood. You know, you're, you're looking at it maybe from that perspective, too, of, you know, what what's going to be that next funny thing that to some extent, what's everybody going to be talking about at the water cooler? And I know that's kind of a dated reference, obviously, with COVID and everything. But, yeah, what, I, I need to be in the know of, you know, when, when I hear this, what, what are they talking about? Okay, I, so- I agree with that, Mac. I mean, you, you know, again, it's it's a it's a social cue on a broad scale and you know you you want to i mean I, I i think we're similar in some regards of you staying you stay close enough to it to at least be in touch with some basics right. you know as soon as people start delving down deeper and deeper you go and you lost me right. <laughs> well and the the other concern i have is i remember johnny depp from 21 jump street right that, that was when he kind of got his start at what point and maybe I missed this. Did he go off the fucking deep end and kind of become the, the, the character and person that he is today? Because he, he definitely does method seem acting. He is that, living oh, the Jack Sparrow it, lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think it goes method as far acting, back you every as time. Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, yeah. where they say that he tried to emulate a lot of the, the Hunter S. Thompson stuff. Oh, really? Well, and technically, yeah. Mac, his and start then, was in 1984 in Nightmare on Elm Street. That was his first yeah. actual role. Well, but, but where he, I mean, yeah, I mean. No, no, that's where his... it starts. That's where I know him from. <laughs> and so I'm discounting everything you just said. Um, and you know what's interesting? I'd like to draw a perpendicular because it's opposite, right? Then a parallel. Here we have Depp and Heard, which gets put in front of us through social media, through YouTube, whatever. Is it or is it not different than Smith and Rock at the Oscars, right? Because there's another celebrity issue. Now, I, I would I would invite you to look at that, and I would I would say it's different because that was a telecast where obviously no one was expecting that to happen, right? But then when it did, it created a litany of things afterwards where this was something not staged, but they invited the public to come into the courtroom. Right. So I think it is different because people go, well, you were all into rock and Smith and that whole thing. Yeah, but that's different. Well, Nobody plus expected one was that a to occur. singular instance and another was an ongoing ongoing fucking over training. years. You know, yeah. what's interesting about that point is, ironically, these award shows had 
dropped to some of their worst ratings ever when that happened. So we as a society had lost interest in them patting themselves on the back over and over again repeatedly, which was one aspect. But then you get to that event and every news outlet was considering how much energy to give to it because it became, it becomes like a self-licking ice cream cone of, well, we don't want to be the only ones not talking about it. And because everybody's talking about it, it reflects back. (laughs) I need you to roll back. Did you say self-licking ice cream cone? I don't. It's designed to serve itself. It just, (laughs) it stays in a loop. Yes, it is. I'm not going to tell you where my mind went. but I can tell you, mine went like three different places. It is like Friday night and I pulled that off. If I could find that machine, I would be, I would never leave the house. I'm just going to put it that way. I'm sorry, Grinch, whatever your point following that particular statement was, you lost all of us. Yep. I it, checked it, out. It it becomes its own echo chamber because the news agencies don't want to be the only ones not talking about it, and because right. everybody's talking, you're going to miss it, out. That's what everybody's hearing. Yeah, fair enough. You know, and so find another way. In other words, in other words, to go like, back to self like looking ice cream. Looking ice cream cone. <laughs> uh, you, you I can't bitches. stop. Sorry. <laughs> I've never heard no, that expression. Look, look, Grinch, I'm with you. I, I've heard that. Ex- I've heard that expression before. Have you? <laughs> yes. In political oh. jargon, a self-licking ice cream cone is a self-perpetuating system that has no pur- purpose other than to sustain itself. I All believe right, that it exists. Just, I'm not, can, <laughs> can you call? Can you call Fancy Ace? You and I are going to go off. We're going to start uh, yeah. our own podcast. Yep. We're done. We're done. With self-licking this. ice cream. And it's going to be called self-licking, self-licking ice, cream cream cone. ice cream cone. That's right. That's and it. all they're going to do is get on there every week and we, just have an ice cream cone that just slowly licks itself. Mac, we need over some professionals on here. We, we're, I know, right? Like fucking nine-year-olds laughing at a dumb fucking joke. <laughs> oh shit! Well, look, I was laughing at it anyway, but I've never it's heard that. Not that I don't believe you, Grinch. I believe you. I don't yeah. think you're making shit up over there. It's just I'm not. I just sent I you mean, the link. I know you're not. <laughs> I don't God, think you are. You. I just, I, uh, I, yeah. I just. It's all I can think about now. That's all. There's right, well, gonna be a callback to that uh, one. Let's move on. Let's, took, yep. let's check something else out here. Uh, back to that Psychology Today article. Um, <laughs> evolutionary biologists say it is natural for humans to look up to individuals who receive attention because they have succeeded in a society. In prehistoric times. This would have meant respecting good hunters and elders, but as hunting is not now an essential skill and longevity is more wildly achievable, these qualities are no longer revered. Instead, we look to celebrities whose fame and fortune we want to emulate. Evolutionary anthropologist Francisco Gil White from the University of Pennsylvania told New Scientist, "It, it makes sense for you to rank individuals according to how successful they are at the behaviors you are trying to copy because whoever is getting more of what everybody wants is probably using above average methods. Look, you could sit here and explain the large Hadron Collider to everybody. I think you've still lost them on the self-looking ice cream cone. They, they still seem like they're, uh, they're no, no, they're no, 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 no. I'm no. paying attention. I am too. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to visualize other things. Um, other than oh, the well, let me help with that. <laughs> this is going to be a different link. <laughs> look, if you down. put your leg up over your head, then uh, okay. But you know, unless that's about to happen, that's um, not a self-licking ice cream cone. <laughs> it's even more impressive. You, you don't, you, yeah, you don't know what it looks like. <laughs> I know it's not self-licking. It could be. If so back to my original point enough. of yes. the comparison between Depp and Heard and Rock and Smith those two things and then we got off on the self-licking thing <laughs> um 
I, I don't think it's fair to say they're the same thing, although they both do encapsulate celebrities and the, the train wreck that is, a, you know, celebrity situation. Like I said, we were invited into the Amber Heard trial. People that just happened to tune into the Oscars were enthralled with what happened that night. And then, of course, we saw how that spun out of control. But then we also have that other part, again, Mac, like you said, the keeping up with the Kardashians, where it is a show that people are being invited into watching. It is the daily lives of either keeping up with the Kardashians. I don't know what are some others out there because I don't watch those type of shows. But Mac, you mentioned, oh, Love Island. And when you and I talked, it was like, yeah, but Love Island is Joe Average going on a show. It is not watching multimillionaires well, so, live out their daily lives. So to pause that for just a second, the I would say season one was Joe Average going on a show. By the time you got to season eight, you had people that, again, as I, as I mentioned, their specific purpose for their going role on that was show to come was, on and was elevate. not to find love. Right. If that happened, great. It was, it was, as Grinch said, to build their brand and right. come out of there with additional followers to then become influencers and make money that way, right? It, so, and I think that's the case with a lot of the kind of reality shows. I think, you know, you, you look at season one, season two, maybe, yeah, it's, it's Joe Average. They don't necessarily know what they're doing. Or what they're know, getting and, into. And what they're getting into. After that, it becomes a whole different ballgame. Oh, almost it, like it's more it, staged in a, well, certain, yes, right. to a certain degree. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest. I can't watch reality TV shows anymore. I, I did find them interesting back in the day. The original Survivor. Um, what was the MTV show? Like Road um, Rules or um, Real, Real World. World. Real World. Real World. Um, but the more they manipulated it to get those with exaggerated behavior patterns the more it pissed me off. And, and if you watch any game show today, whether it is, you know, America's Got Talent or anything of that ilk, every single fucking person, when they give their little video leading in, has some goddamn tragedy that's happened to them that right. elicits tears. And frankly, if you don't submit a video like that, you won't even make the cut to get on the show. And, and that's even fucking American Ninja Warrior, which should not give two shits about what your farm lifestyle is or whatever it is where, you know, you remember the day your cow died. I mean, it's so fucking annoying. I cannot watch it. I simply can't. I just lose my mind. Yeah. So, Mac, you brought up this point when I spoke with you earlier this week when it comes to celebrity worship. And I, I and Matt, correct me if I'm wrong. When we discussed the belief was twofold. People are either watching because they love watching celebrity fall from grace. Right. And I mean, we love yeah. seeing that and we can't seem to look away. And the other is the emulation of celebrities. We think if we're drinking Zoa, we're going to be more like the rocker. If we're doing this, if we're wearing this makeup, we're more like the Kardashians or whatever. Right. Like, I think the belief is those Primarily those two things and, and Grinch celebrity worship, as you said, can become dark. You can take it too far. You can stalk things like that. So where does the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial fall? Is that a fall from grace situation? Look at these two fucking weirdos. I think so. Right. I think it becomes the, you know, look, the, these people have all this fucking money and they're no fucking they're They're probably actually worse than me. Right. You know, it's the train wreck that I can't look away from because they're, you know, fucking insane. 
you know, so, so money clearly can't buy you happiness because neither of them can be happy. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I think this one was unique in that I, I didn't particularly watch it because I was, I, I don't, I'm not above taking pleasure in watching someone fall from grace. Uh, <laughs> if I deem them like a complete douche, you know, right. Uh, otherwise I don't wish ill on someone just by virtue of the fact they've they're successful. No. Um, this one was interesting. Um, I think there was just, it was, you know, I keep here lately. I'm, I'm going to use the word confluence. It was a confluence of things of two actors that were in like actively in movies. Um, although I think Aquaman's a shit movie, but um that had already had one trial and it kept going on. And then you kind of tack in this me too concept, which didn't fit, you know, as a puzzle piece, it, it was, there were efforts to connect it, but it just didn't really resonate in that way. Because I think the more the story unfolded, the more the average person goes, wait, shit in the bed, you know? So, and then, and then there's well, the just now fake, known as is a herd. Is a herd. <laughs> there's the faking of the saying I wore specific makeup for a time. And then the makeup company comes it's out. Mask and goes, we didn't even make that then. So that's impossible. Right. I think all those little things started adding up. Um, and then, like I said, just watching some of the dialogue when Depp was on the stand, you're just sitting there going, "This is this comedy or is this real? I don't even. I, but I'm going to be watching. Does her, <laughs> effort, does her effort to shoehorn it into the Me Too movement cheapen the Me Too movement in some way? Because like, oh, I've got to get so. on board. I've got to get on board with this movement. I don't have a, I don't have a story. So let me make a story, and then. Well, right, and I, I mean, I, yeah, I would say I was teamed up from the moment this op-ed got written, and just the more you get, you got distance from it. Well, all right, I probably started across the line on Team Depp, just because I like the guy. I don't really know her, so that's just human nature. And then as more pieces of the, of the story unraveled, the more I'm like this bitch. Because <laughs> uh, if she were in the right, I would have I would have said if this guy's shit, just a shithead and truly abusing her, then no, I don't want him to succeed here. But um, I mean, even on the chive, they they generate a ton of memes to include making a shirt that says justice for Johnny. He probably gives him a kickback. Well, and, and, yeah, and he, I he definitely won in the you... court of public opinion. That, I think that's fair to say for sure. And and there's there's some tension and dissension in this house on what on what side you fall, hurt or death. Mm. And um, and I and I can see arguments for both. And I I believe that both are wrong. Um, both have serious mental health issues. Both probably have substance abuse and alcohol issues. Um, they probably should have never been married. Um, they most certain most certainly should just stay away from one another, and and that be that. Um, and I think she was seeking attention. You think she was yeah, and that brings losing up status point, right? in society, yep. and it was a way to keep her name in the forefront. It feels like that. I don't know if it's one hundred percent true, but it certainly right. feels that it's way. Speculation. I mean, and, and 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 I'll say this: there are numerous accounts, factual uh, uh, accountings, that make me seriously question her character. Like she the shit whole thing. in the bed. Well, okay, sure, but I mean, come on. Everybody you do that, that on Friday nights. I mean, everybody does that. I mean, come on. 
It's not that yeah. uncommon. O- only if you're under one or over yeah. 90. Well, that's not, not true because in our I'm intro. Not, I'm not, I'm not sure those margins no are accurate, sir. Yeah. In but, our but intro, Haas states that he shit yeah. himself. So I did. Just... Well, uh, for the record, again, that was a medical procedure. <laughs> sure it was. It's, it's funny. It's funny how that got edited out. You know, cut out in the editing room floor. Ramos jizz. But, but, but but I get it. But I get it. You know, you you, you got to get clicks. You got you're a clickbaiter. I get it. Um, I'm no, not I'm a self licking ice cream cone though. No, you're not. I, you know, I will say maybe to further the point. We saw some dashes of headlines with the Bill Gates, Melinda Gates separation. Now, Bezos they were wife. smart enough to handle it all probably behind the scenes through lawyers. This had to go to trial. But I don't know if any of those two couples went into a courtroom if I'd really give two shits other than glancing at a headline. Because there's nothing about any of them well, outside that I'm really that interested in. Because neither one of them. Otherwise. I'm I'm pretty sure Melinda never shit in Bill's bed, right? I, I, I'm guessing she but, may have, but, but clearly they know how to not well, hear their dirty but, laundry. But that's it, right? I mean, they they're going to keep all of that. You know, they're they're somewhat stable people, I would assume. At, at least that's the impression <laughs> I've gotten so far. Now you don't know what goes on behind closed doors, obviously, but yeah, I mean, it would be what you would consider a more amicable split, um, and, and, and handled better than yeah, airing your dirty laundry for attention trying to win over the the court of public opinion well now one thing i would have liked to have seen in the in the verdict is that both of them have to pay back x number of dollars for wasting taxpayer money Mm -hmm. for this bullshit of a trial to go on um because that's just ridiculous do you think the issue exists because of access to information? Because, I mean, when you think about it, let's go back to the early yes. 90s with the OJ trial, right? The only way you were going to see that was on TV. And well, so that but, was the only way to tune in now. But you wouldn't have gotten info, the 24-hour coverage of that if it weren't for like the CNNs, right? That had just kind of come on. You know, if you were still looking like in the 80s or 70s where it was local, you know, it was it was NBC, CB, you know, CBS, ABC, you would have gotten, you know, your, your fix at six o'clock. And then you would have had to wait the next day to get the next the update, update. Right. Right. Whereas with CNN, and, you know, and it was kind of the same thing with the Gulf War. Right. It became a 24 hour news barrage. And, and the same with, you know, again, I think the OJ being the first trial that kind of fell under that that 24 hour coverage. And now with social media and everything, it's it's seems like it's even more of an onslaught than that. Right. Because you get it all the time in all of the outlets. Right. And it's in the feed. You know, I thought it was interesting because last week we, we and, I, and I can I saying this going, why is this in our consciousness when there are so many other things going on in the world? Last week, if you haven't listened to our episode, we covered the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, the mass shooting. There have been 20 mass shootings since May 24th. Since that shooting occurred, there have been 20 more mass shootings. Right. And yet this is what this well, is what's in our consciousness, this trial. And, and Grinch and Haas, right, talked about this. Part of the reason this probably got as much airtime as it did because... It was a distraction. It was a distraction from everything, right? Does anybody really remember, you know, there's a war going on in the Ukraine and Russia's trying to, you know, invade them? I think it hit day 100 last week. Right? Yeah. Well, that was I the mean, joke I tried to implant when Haas mentioned it, but, you know, it fell flat. That's okay. 
Yeah, but everybody likes it when I say it. So sorry, man. <laughs> um, that's why I'm yeah, drinking the so, blizzard because I mean, you're cold as ice. That's right. Uh, ice, ice, baby. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I think it becomes a uh, it it becomes a distraction. So yeah, had this happened any other time, it it would have gotten attention, but maybe not as much as it did. Look, and I'm okay with distraction. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, clearly you watch Love Island. Fuck yes, I do. Because sometimes you just need that. But I guess it it does call into question our approach to things and going, we're giving this a lot of weight. And I I guess for me, even myself, I go, why? And I I question why I do. It was six weeks long. It was six weeks. And if you watch some of this stuff, is just fascinating and funny and interesting and intriguing. Some of it's just really, really sad. But in a funny way, (laughs) like like in a dark humor way, you know, I mean, it's all sad. I I mean, the the thing I'll add tack on, though, is now that it's passing, whether they try to, you know, um, what happens appeal or whatever, there's going to be an appeal. I I don't get two shits. You know, it'll drift back into the I don't give a shit category. Right. Right. Well, how long did it take? And I brought it up. So I'm going to cycle back to it. The Rock Smith situation. How long did it take for that to disappear? A week? week and a half and it was gone yeah give or take and this will do the same thing and i get that but in those six weeks seven weeks it is everywhere and it is everything and that's where it's like there are so many other things we can focus on and they don't all have to be negative <laughs> it, it's as max said it's the water cooler scaled to a national level it is you know <laughs> but I, yeah, i'm sure you everybody's your... going to talk about a mega pint you right. know <laughs> Yeah, and, a, and a turd in a bed and a turd in a bed yeah, i mean we've all hard. we've all talked about like uh respect right and it's like when you're driving down the road and there's an accident in the oncoming lanes people slowing down in your lanes it's like why the fuck are you slowing down stop doing that right this is the same type of thing maybe on a different level but it's frustrating when that occurs but what it's okay when it occur- and occurs like this when it's like it's everywhere and it's everything and you're like i just can't get past it and i'm done listening to it and i'm done hearing about it and, and you guys have said it before. If you don't want to hear it, uh, don't listen. Mm-hmm. Don't go to the places where you know it's going to be, which is what I ended up doing. I was just like, I got tired of it. Well, but the problem is, is it, you know, with, again, with technology today, it gets fed to you. Automatically. Automatically. So, you know, you get the pop-up from CNN or Fox News or whatever you're, you know, hopefully CNN. Um, but, you know, but I get whatever it. news station you're, you're, you know, you're following, it's going to, it's going to pop up and it's going to, you know, and you're going to click on it and, you know, briefly read it or, or read the whole damn thing. And, and I'll admit there are times where I've gone, I wish I hadn't clicked on something like I've done it. And then I go, cause I know this is going to show up again. And I'm, it was the, uh, that was the link from Grinch about Apollo, right? <laughs> you, you, you wish you hadn't clicked on it. No. I like that. Fair enough. <laughs> I was good with that. Um, o- only because your yours is bigger. Yeah, hold it. No, it's not like self licking shit. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm Haas. I know you were like, hey, let's talk about it. So, real quick, Grinch, you said Team Depp, right? Is that accurate? Still? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, and again. It's 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 more feel. Um, like if you said lay out the facts as to why, I would I would just say because of some of the shit that started to unfold, the inconsistencies. Um, I think observing her 
she she has a very cold detached demeanor until the camera's on her and then the emotion felt very forced right and and so yeah i mean i'm easily too easily able to choose a side because my opinion doesn't fucking matter right of course now if i were a juror yes i would be taking the facts of the of the of the case into consideration I don't know. I, I'm, I didn't watch enough of the trial to really know. To know. Okay. Mac, Team Depp, Team Hurt, or do you even care? I, I honestly couldn't say I followed enough of to it give a shit. outside of, you know, the memes and everything and the, 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 the soundbite quotes to form a valid opinion to even say anything right now. So Fair enough. Uh, team, team Judge, how's that? There you go. Uh, Haas, what about you? Um, yeah, I, I, I find the whole thing sad and tragic. I hope they both get the mental health need uh, help they need. Um, but but g- generally, I, I lean uh, team Depp for a myriad of reasons. I mean, legally, <clears throat> I think they won in the court of opinion. They won. I think um, Heard definitely um, tarnished her character multiple times, and uh, she just seemed. <clears throat> excuse me she seemed uh, spiteful and vindictive and the problem i have with that is is you were both wrong like i mean you knew you were both wrong and tons of stuff came out showing that so just settle your shit in private don't right. be calling somebody out in public you, you know it's the whole thing don't point your finger at people because every time you point your finger at people you have three pointing back at you like come on like you know act like a damn grown-up those in glass houses so- shouldn't walk around naked got it I have a question. Well, they definitely for you. shouldn't be walking around shitting in people's beds. That's true. <laughs> Matt, go ahead. Ask so, so you mentioned, you know, that, that Depp won the team, you know, uh, public opinion, right? How much do you think that played into, right? I mean, obviously the jury's supposed to, you know, kind of tune all that out. Um, but, you know, I mean, again, with the 24 hour social media feed, how much do you think that may have played into the decision. Their, their decision? A fair amount. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it can't. I mean, it has to, I would think, but it it shouldn't, but it does. I agree. I agree. So does that become the, does that become the new trial, right? You're, you're, you're not trying to win over the jurors so much as you're trying to win over the public. We talked about this in, uh, in the, in the, um, um, culture cancel. Can't, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's what's happening. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of, Society is having more and more, more and more of a voice on a day in and day out basis on subject matters that they probably maybe shouldn't and we shouldn't care what the general public thinks and it should be left to the legal field. But it seems to be happening and it seems to be happening uh, in an unprecedented rate and amount. Well, I well, think that I, becomes I th- the concern because when you say, oh, you're, you're going to be tried by a, a jury of your peers, the 335 million Americans that are tuning in they don't get to weigh in. It's the 12 people sitting no, in the jury. But they, that's but the they point. Do, they do on, on boards and creating memes. And if you think these people, if some of that's not seeping into the people on sitting in the jury box, you're wrong because it is. I know. And I think like that they becomes the issue. It. Yeah, I, oh, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. And I think I, I think it continues to play out in, in as much as what follows. Does he start getting work again? Does she lose work? Because that'll be the other informal aspect of this of um if you're casting a film and you know she's coming to the table now with a lot of baggage do you want that headache i mean i i only i've only clicked on the head or i only seen the headlines i haven't clicked on it because the headline honestly gives me enough information so poor writing on their part which is um 
her screen time in the next Aquaman just keeps getting edited further and further back. And it may be at zero at this point. I'm in Aquaman too. And then they watch it. Where are you? They mm-hmm. cut all of it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I honestly, full disclosure, I didn't know who she was prior to this trial. I didn't even know she was an Aquaman. Like, honestly, I, that's, t- that's the well, only thing I knew she was in. Honestly. Yeah. Until I saw a thing and I was like, she was an Aquaman. I had no idea who she was. I was just like, this is the only thing I knew about her. But she was married to Johnny Depp. I didn't know she was a standalone actress that had her own kind of CV and had done things. I was like, who is she? But that's me. You know, other people probably follow her a hell of a lot closer. Uh, I would say I'm team American people. Look, at the end of the day, Mac, I'm like you. I didn't follow it enough. I watched a few snippets. And then after that, I was just like, okay. Like, why are we giving this credence? I didn't I think, watch enough to really know. I, I think they're both fucking train wrecks. They both need help. They both need yeah. to deal with their shit. And it probably shouldn't have been in public. But unfortunately, it's done now. So they have to deal with a fallout. But I, I also don't want it to cheapen. That was one of the things I saw in an article. I was like, the problem is this is going to make... It, it's like the Me Too movement. It's like making an accusation against somebody and it turns out it's false. Cheapens the Me Too movement. It makes it gives it less validity. This is going to, unfortunately, when there are defamation cases, people are going to go, should we really try this, even if it's legit or not? Like that's going to call into question a lot of these allegations because of the way this was dealt with. Couldn't agree more. That's probably the the number one best point made in this entire podcast episode was that by by this having happened, it waters down and potentially tarnishes anyone else's ability to actually legitimately have an issue. Yep. And so, I mean, that's a sad state of affairs for our judicial system. And Haas, I know you are closely tied to the judicial system in your position. And so it it does suck. But I know that's that's one of the things I saw was like, this is going to be a fallout of this issue. Yep. It was great for us to watch for six weeks, but what are the ramifications ultimately? And that's a major one. So look, at the end of the day, gentlemen, I don't care. I don't care what's going on in the world. I just love hanging out with you guys week in and week out. This is no different. I appreciate y'all being here, sharing a drink with me and doing this again. Uh, Depp Heard, thank you so much for giving us an hour and a half of content. We appreciate it. Our listeners will appreciate it. You're fucking train wreck. Go shit in another bed. We don't care. Um, and if that doesn't work for you, self-licking ice cream cone. That's always going to be a win for me now. Somehow I've got to fit that into the intro. Self-licking ice cream cone. I'll figure it out. Uh, for all you listeners at home, please feel free to check out our website at espiriteddebate.com. Mac, are you laughing at me? No, just I'm to, just laughing at Grinch. Oh, just you like, just want to be done. You're like, I want to go lick an ice cream cone. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I digress. For all you listeners out there, check out our so website. Yes. If you put peanut butter on it and, and you, then can, you put on a blindfold <laughs> and let the cat and then you walk and then you walk around like, you know, a petting zoo. Is it technically a self-licking ice cream cone? Are you oh, licking it? You have to you lick have it. Butter. Yeah. yeah peanut butter, yeah. first off. <laughs> Who puts peanut butter on an ice cream no cone? Sense. I don't know. I'm, I'm just <laughs> wait a minute. That, that's, that's, it's a self-licking spoon of peanut butter. Doesn't make any sense to you, Rich. And that whole thing <laughs> <laughs> the peanut butter. I just chose the lowest level of engagement on that to try to. <laughs> it puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> I don't know where he was going with that, gents. Forgive him. How much have you drank? Please wrap this up before we find. Okay, out. let me wrap this up for all you listeners out <laughs> so there. So what I was trying to get at is. Yeah. In the Venn diagram of a self-licking of ice peanut cream butter cone. licking. <laughs> That's right. Uh, have another Boulevardier. You'll be fine. 
Uh, for all you listeners out there, check out our website at spiriteddebate.com. Check out all the drinks that we have here. Any topic that you'd like us to debate, feel free to drop us a line there. You can check out all of our episodes in our vault. Uh, if that doesn't work for you, go to our website at the Quattro. F- well, I almost said Four Horsemen. Now, wait a minute. The Four, yes, four and, Horsemen. And, and keep in mind, you can't use F-O-U-R or the number four. He got both of them. So I got to change our email. Is that what you're fucking telling me? Fuck you, Arn Anderson. You fucking yeah, scumbag. Tell him that to his face. Yeah. Fucking old ass dude. He's probably in a wheelchair. Weren't um, we registered before he did this? Yes. That's why, that's why we have our own in-house legal Boom. department. Boom. Legal. Fuck you. Uh, check us you've been, you've been <laughs> lawyered. Quattro Yanetes. Quattro Yanetes. No, at a spirit of debate. I at should change our email to that. Quattro Yanetes at a spirit of debate.com. The four horsemen at a spirit of debate.com. That's our email. Go ahead and drop us a line there. A drink you'd like us to try, a topic you'd like us to debate. We'd love to have you on the show. If you do that, we will try to find a way to do it. And you can debate your topic with the four horsemen, the quattro horsemen here in the studio. Los, los quattro <laughs> yanetes. There you go. What he just said. That's our email address. Um, or if you just like to ask us a question, feel free to ask us a question. We will compile those and we will answer them here on the show just for you. It'll be great to listen to. You'll love it. We'll love it. It'll be a fun time for all who like to self lick their ice cream cones. So gentlemen, as always, thank you so much for being here. Uh, go team Depp, go team Herd. whatever side you fell on, whatever coin thing, whatever. Fuck, I'll stop right there. Um, love doing this with you week in and week out. Can't wait to do it again next week. And I will talk to you later. information or opinions expressed during the A Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are solely those of the hosts or guests involved and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the host or guests may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. While guests are invited to listen, listeners acknowledge that they are not being provided professional advice from the podcast or its guests. The content within the parameters of A Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are for entertainment and educational purposes only. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual.